two V's in a pod. That's so gay. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. But even though, because we were getting, uh, what do you call it, uh, hurricane, what, what, which hurricane Katrina. was it? Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. yeah. We were getting those people too, but they were going to areas where they were already bad, so we didn't care. Well, welcome back. Hold up, let's do a pause, because you're clearly going to have to edit that out. I don't know. So, pause. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. And ladies, sorry. Probably more ladies than guys. Um, although, I would Except, like to know the demographics. I'm not sure, but um, this evening we have a guy. We have a guy! Hey, Hello. speaking of we having a guy, sorry, I need to update our listeners on my dating life. Her having a guy. Continue. Yes. So, briefly, had a guy, uh, met him on OkCupid. And he seemed cool, but then when we find, like, you know, oh, that's the problem. You should, I would like to recommend people not text someone before they need them. Like, full-on texting conversations before they need them. Because you're projecting a personality that is not actually theirs. So I'm, like, hearing this deep voice, because I have a deep voice. <laughs> I'm hearing a deep voice. I'm like, yeah, he's got a deep voice. Oh, he's witty and funny and ha <laughs> ha We're going to get along. Then I meet him, and I was like, oh, my God. King of the nerds. Yeah. But I thought you liked nerds. No, I don't actually, because my ex-boyfriend, the one that warped, oh. kind of turned me off from... No, I feel like you still go for the nerdy look. Uh, or I go for everything. I am not that picky. I mean, hi. What do we... The conversation... Does not make me barf. It does not make me barf is the rule, but not even that. Like, I, yeah, I like a guy in flannel. Whether that's hipster flannel or lumberjack oh, yeah, just flannel. a lumberjack. <laughs> I like So I like he, he was nerdy and... He was nerdy, um, did not have a deep voice, probably higher than mine. That's kind of a turnoff for me. Wow. Um, but I kind of have to, I can't, but I know the world is not full of men with voices like this, so whatever. But um, so it was actually kind of funny because on the first date I was like, oh, you're a computer science, you were a computer science major, oh, okay, you're a software engineer. So, you know, you know I'm going to ask you to see if you're any of the stereotypes I've heard about them. I have not actually heard any stereotypes about computer engineers. I just wanted to make sure he did not play World of Warcraft LARP or, Dungeons, or play Dungeons and Dragons. So he did it. And I actually decided, so I was like, all right, we can hang out. So that was like a coffee. We went to dinner the next day because he's like, I know it's last minute, but do you want to go hang out again? And I'm like, of course you want to hang out with me. I'm awesome. I'm great on dates. And every time I get nervous, I think about it. I was like, I've never had a bad first date. Let me knock on some wood. <laughs> but I'm really I'm really good at dates. But yeah, so we go. And he starts eating and it it was like like he's a loud chewer. Uh so deal breakers for me would be, you know, Disneyland parades and loud chewing. Oh my god. So I I had to tell him cuz I didn't want to just be like you're out, sorry. But I was just like I'm sorry, but you're a loud chewer. And you can't eat in front of me. <laughs> he was, I was like, I can understand being a problem for you now that I've told you this. But it's your call. Um, and I was like, it's your call. <laughs> and then I, he's like, okay, I mean, if you still want to hang out with me. I was like, you're weird, but okay. So we hung out for a week. Had a really good week. He actually, because I... Um, my friends were hanging out that Saturday, so I was like, you're more than welcome to come. And we came, hang out, had a good time. Uh, and then the, that that weekend, shit got weird. And uh, 
he revealed to me that he was a 31-year-old virgin. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what's really funny is that you mentioned that you would never, I think, ever date somebody that was a virgin in a podcast that we had. I have no intention of deflowering someone. And so I didn't really know how to react because I, 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 like, I was like, I have no intention of ever deflowering someone. That's like crazy to me. Uh, but I was just like, well, I, don't, I don't know. This obviously isn't going to go anywhere. But the funny part was that I noticed him starting to back off first. And I didn't change my behavior. I was just like, well, this isn't really going to go anywhere, but whatever. And then so eventually I was just like, I was like, oh, hey, did you want to hang out? He's like, no, I'm just going to stay home. And I was like, whoa. No one, no one has a good week and then the next week wants to stay home. So I literally spent a week trying to tell this guy, like, I don't think you want to hang out with me anymore. Let's just end this. A week. Because every time I'd be like, you don't want to hang out with me. That's kind of weird. He'd be like, oh, no, no, I thought you weren't into me. What? I I haven't done anything different. You're weird. Whatever. So, yeah, I eventually had to, like, text him through a breakup. Not really a breakup, but text him through stopping dating. I had to be like, so. Because he would have just kept it. He would have kept going. Kept texting me every day, even though he had no intention of hanging out with me again. It was the weirdest thing. Well, now you can knock that one off the bucket list. I can knock it off the bucket list. Well, thank God I did not divergenize anybody, so I have no intention of doing that. (laughs) But I'm starting over, which leads us into this week's episode. (laughs) And our guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Ali, and I am Jeanette's friend. (laughs) Yep. There was no winking there, by the way. Just friend. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. I yeah, Jenna are really good friends. I don't know You're why I'm crouching down here. And oh, yeah, it'll pick you up. Yeah, it'll pick you up. It's actually even more than that. I think it's well, I'm loud, though. Yeah, maybe it'll just be equal. <laughs> they say I'm a loud person, but I, I don't think so. I don't think I'm loud. But they say that I'm not. Like, people constantly tell me, can you not talk so loud? And that really bothers me, you know? Yeah. It's, so it's you're trying annoying. to talk? I'm trying to talk lower, yes. This year I have been trying to talk lower, even though I do like to scream every once in a while. It's just good for you. It's good for everybody to just scream. Oh, I, I never have to scream because I'm always loud. <laughs> but I'm in a good belt. <laughs> like just like a good belt. Just let it out. Yo, we drink laugh. I Thank love you. your laugh. Thank nice you. laugh. Um, I hope everybody else who listens thinks that too, because they hear it a lot. Yeah, well, if I did like the math, I think our podcast is twenty five percent just laughing. <laughs> That's true, which is good. Yeah. Good for the soul. Yes, on this yes, side, definitely. But um, so we're going to be discussing starting over, starting over, specifically in your thirties. In your thirties, or I mean, 30s. but you know, you can apply it to anything. I guess just starting over later in life. Well, that's the thing. We're actually still kind of early in life. But I meant just to make it more general for other people but basically what we're talking about is starting over in your 30s well i but see actually that's kind of one of the points though because i went to go research articles about starting over in your 30s and everything was about starting over in their later 30s and so there weren't a lot having to do with people feeling like they started over in their early 30s so i think that's actually interesting part to this is that we even feel the need to discuss starting over (laughs) and we're still only in our early 30s well true yeah 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 well, so. I mean, but you, like you had mentioned earlier, you did feel like you would be at a different place in your 30s when you were in your teens, correct? Okay, so my sister is, she's tur- she just turned 22, and I'm 30, so she's eight years younger than me, right? And I remember when she, when I was 19, she said something along the lines, when I go to, when I turn 21, we're going to Vegas. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to be able to drink you under the table. And to myself, I said, yeah, right, I'm going to be at home with my husband and kids. 
<laughs> now tell the reality. Fast forward to her turning 21 and me and my single ass sisters, all of us single. <laughs> And only one of us with a kid all went to Vegas, and she actually, the 21-year-old, went to bed at midnight, and I'm sitting there like, eh, trying to have a good time in Vegas, but actually it's not a very, because that was also the same Vegas occasion where I wore a hoodie, and oh, okay. <laughs> nobody wanted to hit on me. That might officially be <laughs> yeah. a lost episode. Yeah. No, oh, oh, no, 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 no it was the other one. Yeah, I think, I think people will hear that story. <laughs> but point is, and it was funny, actually, another random side note to that Vegas story was that we ended up uh, talking to some married guys from Canada, and one of the guys was like, oh, are you all, all you ladies single? And we're like, yeah! And he's like, you guys could cause some trouble. And we're like, no! Because if we were those type, we wouldn't be talking to you, married dude. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> and I did two-step with him. That was a good time. Yeah. So where did you think you were going to be at this age when you were 18? Well, funny story is that 15, I thought I was going to elope at 17. Yeah. And if anybody knows her, or if you know her a little bit more now through the podcast, that is not even how... My whole life. Like, for, I think I think I had the dream when I was, like, five what or seven. What movie No, it was this? a dream. I had a dream <laughs> that I hopped into the back of a red pickup truck with hay bales with me and my dude that I had just eloped with. Oh, my God. This so is clearly the, this still is the root cowboy. of your cowboy yeah. obsession. And I, we eloped, we lived in some, I mean, it was a small town, so I assumed he was from somewhere middle of nowhere. And doing the math, I was like, I was in college and... So, and I always knew I was going to go to college. That was never a question. So I don't know where that was all going to add up. But so definitely by this point, you were I was going to be married. Were there, was there going to be a family? Five kids. Wow. Because I noticed that, okay, my grandma has 17 kids. My mom has nine. So if you do like the, if you do the 17 plus one, nine is half of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was going to have 10, like nine plus one is five. Uh-huh. So I was going to have five kids. I was willing to take that burden on myself. Wow. Uh-huh. Would you want that now? Um, I don't, I can't say that because I don't have it. Someone did ask me that once. They were like, well, but does your brain, you like you, who you are right now, your brain right now? If oh, do I want it now? Right now? Like if yeah. someone said you can inherit a husband and five kids overnight. No, I absolutely wouldn't want that. So yes, it is weird to hear anyone, me specifically saying, I thought I was going to lope at 17. I thought I was going to have five kids or I thought I was going to be, you know, married with kids at 30. But think about who's saying that. Some young kid who doesn't know wife. Yep. And pretty much by 21 I knew that I was like nope <laughs> that shit ain't I mean but still I mean I've always met guys it's not I've always felt like I could be in a monogamous relationship well I shouldn't say always for a long time I still felt like I could be in a monogamous relationship that wasn't necessarily marriage just with the same guy because I was like my interest isn't in like you know getting with a bunch of different dudes and getting that experience my my experience in life has nothing to do with the romantic for a long time Mm-hmm. But now having seen women who are older get out of long relationships and they don't know what the heck to do or they never know what they're talking about because they haven't had all that experience, I'm like, nope, need the experience too. Need to date as many guys as possible. Oh, <laughs> it's like a race to the finish. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, there's been, which I think now looking back, I'm glad none of that happened because I wouldn't have evolved into this way of thinking. But... I mean, that's just in the romantic sense, because I uh, starting over. I don't know about you guys, but my starting over actually did happen. It was literally like three was knocking on my door, and I was like, I gotta start over! <laughs> what about you, Alejandro? Uh, starting over, like, uh... Well, have you started over every year? Yeah, I start over every year, I think. Yeah? I've been starting over every year since I was about 19 years old. 
Every year I try to start over and it hasn't really worked well. Do you do it on, do you, are you actually like one of those people like New Year's resolution starting over? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not, but I always try, I'm not like, you know, I'll make a list mm. of, of resolutions, but I just try to make a character change for sure. Usually a positive one, because you know, I'm not very positive. So, so I usually try to make a positive and it never works out good though. It hasn't, at least up to now. But I'm trying new things, so I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I mean, well, what was your most recent starting over? I know, I was not raising my voice, actually. Okay. Yeah, that was my, my, one, of my one of my character changes that I, I, that I wanted to, to apply, and it was, uh, it's been hard. I realized that I do speak loud, or I let my voice just carry out of, mm-hmm. out of range, out of pitch, without me realizing it. Yeah. And I do it when I get emotional, excited, or at different times. Like, right now, I can hear it picking up a little bit, yeah. so I try to calm myself down, it's breathing, and... All that crap that that you're telling me to do. <laughs> it helps with your with your I, with your. I don't yeah. have anger issues. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a just a, a hyper individual and I have a lot of energy and it gets confused for anger because I'm I'm intense and I'm not I'm not angry. I'm not I'm not angry. But people confuse that and and my high pitch with intensity and people are like yeah. hey calm down guy. And, oh I and absolutely you, know, you, you calm the about. fuck down. Yeah, then you know, you're like I they, was calm yeah, till you told me to calm down. Exactly. <laughs> I'm one of those people that easily gets sparked, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I don't try to get to the level where I'm easily going to be sp- off the cliff. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, that has worked well in many other ways, just controlling that little characteristic of myself. Oh, that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like that. I was raised by a narcissist, so he's loud, family's loud, and I come from, you know, family nine. Yeah, so you just have to be loud to be heard. So, yeah, and that's, and that's one of the things, because I, I, too, hate it when people tell me, like, you're being loud. Oh, wow. Every I time I say it. something, like, I can't just say, like, oh, I hate apples. They're going to be like, I'm always like, I hate apples. Oh, my God, they're disgusting. And, you know, like, so I'm also loud and passionate. But, yeah, so people always can mistake what I'm saying for anger. And I was like, that's not a big, I don't care. I just won't eat the apple. Does it <laughs> upset you more when you're not upset and they confuse with your passion for anger? Because that's what happens to me. I get upset if I'm passionate or intense speaking and they say, hey, calm down. I- I've caught myself recently being yeah. like, you know, no, wait, wait, I was calm yeah. and now I'm not because you're totally misinterpreting how I'm speaking. It depends what on what I'm speaking about. Okay. If I'm sitting there talking about apples okay. and someone says calm yeah, down, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, I think you just mistook what I was doing. If I'm PMSing, then it's like, <laughs> burn in hell! You don't tell me what to do! And I, even if I'm just talking about apples. But if I'm like saying one of my, my hot buttons are usually like um, abortion rights. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the place of minorities in this nation in general. Or well, even we were speaking of earlier, yeah. kind of, you know. My hot buttons and. Um, Gay marriage and the representation of Asians in the media actually is one of my hot buttons. That's ironically. a new one I would never Wow. Know. Yeah. I, I'm very <laughs> passionate about the representation of Mexicans in the media because I believe yeah. we are like the black men in the 70s yeah. with how we are, the amount of representations we have for what we represent as yeah. a amount of people in this the country. Po- it's, yeah, it's not. Yes. So we're, it's not even even. Not even fucking there's close. no ratio to the po- uh, population. We're, we're like no, the not. Jeffersons right now. But we had like it. fucking George Lopez on. That was it. That was our right. Jeffersons. You yeah. Know what I mean? But think about it. But think about it too. So you you say like there's not enough representation. Okay. Think about how many Asians are represented. There's zero. Like there is yeah, literally like one or two. I can think people. of Harold and Kumar right now. And you yeah, know, but that, I can think okay. of a couple. I can think of more Asians that are funny than, than Mexicans right now. I can. Th- Ooh. Well, all right. We'll have the uh, the Korean guy from Mad TV. The Korean guy from Mad oh, TV. Oh, Bobby Lee. I think he's yes. Chinese. Okay, well, he's funny. 
No, is he? No, I think he's Korean. Oh, well, she's an I Asian. I know from Mad TV. He is an Asian. He's on um, that animal practice show now. Which is canceled, but I love... I, I just see watching it. Yeah. I, I love Bobby Lee. Yeah. Because Bobby Lee, there's okay, Jackie so there's Chan, him. there's Bruce Lee. I, 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 can name, I can name probably ten of them right now. They, they, they're, they're out there. There's... We don't have it's anything. It's funny we, because I guess I would go in the opposite though. I can't list them all. I feel like I would. You know them though. Say, but yeah, but I feel like you name Hispanics because you have Evan Mendez, you have George Lopez, you have a lot of comedians now, especially chubby ones, older ones. Yes, we don't have. We don't have <laughs> see now, right? True. Right? We're talking uh, about sex up, symbols. Hold up, sex symbols, because I'm about to get into that. That's all. Because that is my forte. I don't want to talk and about women's sex William symbols. William Levy. <laughs> William Levy. Right. Rodrigo Santoro. God bless. Brazil for that one, but I'm saying there's there's we can we can name names. Brazil is the ex Latino for me because they have uh, they they don't they don't they have they're like the the I think the most beautiful culture of, of them all. They have all of the mixtures I think except for the Asian one, but that might be in there still a little bit. But they have truly the combination that makes a beautiful human being. I think yeah, Brazilians. because they have like all the races. Yes, they the have a, the, the full combination. Maybe that's why they're better at everything. They're I was like, man, don't let them get into your sport because they'll win. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. Volleyball, well, they have everything. They have everything. snowboarding. You don't even have snow, Brazil. <laughs> Why are you better at this? There's no good boxers. There's not good fighters. For some... Oh, that's not true. What am I talking about? Being yes, lovers. The MMA. What am I talking about? Yeah, they exactly. the best fighters. They had the See, best fighters. Because they, they're like boxing that bars us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take it to the next level. We're gonna do MMA. We're not gonna just use our hands. They take That's the, but boring. they do. They do do the French sports, like not the. You know, it's not. There's so many Brazilian baseball players and basketball players, but all the other sports, like the extreme sports, yeah. the French, like no, they're really good. They're really talented. They're good at it. They have, they have all the qualities to be talented. So, and they're damn yeah. sexy doing it. I said it. <laughs> Their women are. Giselle gorgeous. technically counts. Technically. She counts. She why, counts. Why, why well, be because, I mean, count? that's like saying Cameron Diaz counts. Because her last name's Diaz. Mm. And it's like, no, no, you don't get to look like everybody else. And then say, but I count. No, no. Back to why <laughs> do you have an interest in the Asian and... Uh, oh, that was my hot button. Yeah, but well, yeah, why, so I why? do get loud. Uh, oh, just because I grew up in the valley we have a lot of koreans we, my best friends i always had a lot of asian friends as well okay um but it really just came when i was in college i, I studied journalism so we had a media class and we were discussing just representation in general and that was actually when i discovered i was like oh my god i'm actually not black <laughs> uh, huh. by the by by the stereotype standards i was like oh i don't have any of that crap <laughs> but yeah i was just like well you know and, but then obviously because it's a stereotype uh, that's so, interesting. That I didn't know I was. I didn't know I wasn't. I didn't know what I was till I till I left California. Yeah. And went to another state, which is New York, and realized that I was not an American when I went to school right. in New York. That's when I really realized, I was like, wow, I am yeah. not what I think I was. Yeah. You live in California, you and I lived in in Bell Gardens in Cudahy, which is Mexican people. Yeah. And you're just surrounded by this. You go to high school, you go to school. Everything is except for television. Your world is a Mexican world. Except for television, so I didn't even know I was. I thought I was just American good old boy. <laughs> I thought I was a good old boy, you know, yeah. corn fed good old boy. I got to New York and it was shock awakening. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Get back in your place, boy. Get back in your place. You belong way at the bottom of that totem pole. Yeah. Me- Mexicans, Americans make up eighty percent of the entire Latino population that's here in the United States. 
And that's because our country's right beneath yeah. the United States and because we have a large country. In Mexico, there's a large spectrum of colors, shapes, and sizes, just yeah. like in the United States. You know, I told Jeanette about this, this article that I read about these Duke fraternity girls dressing up like Paisano Mexican people as, as a joke, and that was their party. They all dressed like... like oh, yeah, like, rather than having like a togo party? Yeah, you know how you dress up like, like, like a certain yeah. type of... They dressed up like, like, like people that mow your lawn, like... And, and that was yeah, everybody. That was their party. That was their fraternity okay, party. Okay, Duke so, oh, for real. Duke, seriously, Duke. Raise me that. Dude, they, no, no, they, they got they, issues. They got, they got issues, issues over there. But that this is the Carolinas. Idea both I, of them have issues. Is out there. Like, it's just wow. <laughs> yeah. That that kind of this. It, 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 it and we like. I don't know. We don't have anybody. Nobody who can speak up. Even even just we like even a, a Juan Jackson. Juan Jackson would have his own up, issues, you know I mean? actually. Because then we go into the whole mixed kid thing, and clearly Juan Jackson is a mixed kid. And I'd be like, uh, he's ours. We actually have our own group? Yeah, sorry, guys. We're going to take him. We're taking Obama. We're taking Tiger. No, you guys can have Tiger back. <laughs> we're taking them all. The Juan Jackson would be, a, would be on our side, probably. <laughs> We'd have to have a draft yeah, and yeah, fight yeah. for him. Yeah. Like, here's what we offer. He could be 50 Obama. and 50. Obama. <laughs> He's on our side. <laughs> you guys have to fight. And I, I hate we to have lose. to say that, but isn't that part of the problem with minorities that we're all scrapping over who, who we get to represent and who we get to keep? But but Juan Jackson would, would, would be like, like Charles Barkley, where, <laughs> where he would choose to come to our side because here he would be huge. And if he goes with you guys, he'd be a tiny little yeah, little big, pebble. Yeah. He comes with us, he's gonna big be the man in a small big, pond. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we have way You're more. Right. Charles Barkley went to a school that had a losing record, and that offered him a scholarship instead of going to a, a school that was well yeah. known that had already starters and good players that he was gonna sit on the bench. He said, "I'm going to the school that's two and twelve, boy. <laughs> I'm going. To, that's where I'm yeah, going. Boy. I'm gonna go play there because that's where I'm gonna start and make a name for myself. <laughs> now we're, you know, so so Juan Jackson would represent the." The other brown man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was funny, actually, because a, a Mexican friend of mine, she was like, she's like, oh, Shereen, I didn't know you were brown. And I was like, what is she? Oh, that's right. That's what Mexicans refer to themselves as. <laughs> and I was like, versus black. Like, as opposed, but I'm like, everybody's technically brown. So I didn't really get it. But then she's like, and then I was like, oh, yeah, my mom. She's like, oh, I never knew that. And I was like, you've known me for years? And that's weird. She's colorblind. Yeah, no, because that's the thing. That was racist, because she's like, I just thought you were black. I love, I love the color, the, the, the color association we, we give. We're like, yeah. it's such a like, a, it's stupid. It's such a pro, like primal, stupid, yeah, immature thing to do. Try to like categorize us with just color. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, even know, I don't even know what that is. Sometimes I catch myself being like, should I say black, African American? Should I well, say Mexican? Okay, like, Hispanic, I Latino. What is it? Laurel Tavern. Wait, we're at Laurel Tavern. And you said African American. Okay, right? Because, okay, so uh, I'll sometimes be like, okay, I gotta be PC. And my friend Arrow, who's black, I. Uh, but again, though, she's but mixed. She's, she's mixed, black but and white. She loves when I call her African American. Yeah, she prefers African American. She prefers African American. So when I say this to Sheree, she's like, what? We're mixed. And we were like, ew, no, black. And it's so hard. We wouldn't survey to you other. And these chicks were full black, so that one, I was like, hey, what do you like being called? And of course, I'm just going off of like what my best friend is telling me. Why? Ew. Ew. I hate that term. That's retarded because we're not from Africa. 
Like, no, 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 you're not from Africa. You're right. You're not from Africa. And because you, you there are African Africans who come, that's yeah, but see, that's different. But this is where it gets really right. tricky, though. Unless you really get to know people, I, I think I almost, I almost don't know what to say certain times. So it's like, yeah. I, how can I just not use certain terms? That's what's easy to use colors. No, because that's like, black. Really? Is if a I color. walked in and I said, You were a great shade of black today. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it depends. I don't really know how like, I wish I could say like, hey man, hey, like like what's up, man? You got you got a nice uh, black tone compared to that like that black tone. I like well, yours better. Or, and then you just fend them and go like I really like your tan. <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah, just, and rude, I'm but, sure. But I think that's yeah. that's a tricky thing. Like especially it is. Me, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna offend somebody. I was watching an episode of Thirty Rock, and she's like, he's like, she's like, because I'm Puerto Rican. He's like, yeah, but what do I call you? She's like, Puerto Rican. <laughs> he's like, uh, that doesn't sound like something I can say. <laughs> and then the other chick came in, and he's like, because she's Puerto Rican. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> it's like these negative connotations put with these words. So even like just saying Puerto Rican, which just means what country you're mm-hmm. from, you know, a Mexican yeah. just. What country you yeah. or a descendant, you know, like we're from? And it's I'd like, be oh, offended if someone's like, "Hey, go talk to that Mexican over there." For some reason, right yeah. now, I'm thinking of that and I'm putting myself in the situation. I'd be like, "What did that person say?" Well, yeah, you would call yeah. that person, that guy. Yeah. Or, you don't have yeah. to be like, "Hey, that 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 brown man over there." Go talk to that brown man over there. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I can't think of a uh, perfect example. But there are times where you have to use the ethnicity or whatever gets brought well, up. I feel like saying I, I don't like saying white because I feel like that's like the but Caucasian sounds awful. It's... I did. Oh, the cops came and they were like, they're looking for someone because he had dementia, an older gentleman. So, like, he's wearing a gray shirt, older guy, 87. And I went, uh huh. Is he Caucasian? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, Caucasian. And I was like, sorry, in this neighborhood, I have to ask because he well, could have been Jewish, like Persian, Asian. Like, like yeah, like, what kind of dude? Am, I don't want to stop every old dude. Hey, are you lost? Do you have dementia? <laughs> they wouldn't know if they were lost. <laughs> no, exactly. Huh? What? Get off of me. Yeah, unfortunately, granddad, I think, had dementia on his way out, so. But anyway, so, sorry. Oh, let's bring this really back to, (laughs) sorry, pause, pause. So, (laughs) you've been trying to change the tone of your voice. Yes, did you notice how uh, how I got got excited there, and my my voice did get a little louder, right? You started over, but do you feel like it's any more difficult to start over now than it was when you started at 19 to start over? No, no, I don't. I feel like at, at 19, I didn't, I wasn't, well, I was 19. <laughs> I'm 35 now. Yeah. So it was definitely the last couple of years that I realized that I, I love being a human being. And, and the best attribute of being a human being is learning and adapting to anything. And, and to me, starting over is, is a total representation of that. Like learning something new is starting over, like putting your mind that learning how to play the piano, which is what I've learned, learning music or learning a new language or learning a new skill. It's all part of being human. I think it keeps your mind and, and definitely your body like, like fresh. And so starting over is really important, I think, like for, for me, and it has been like the last couple of years. But at 19, I would have never imagined that I would have thought that. I was just at a different well, stage. I think that's an important thing. Like I, I, we've talked about this a lot. I love to learn, and I think that we should keep learning. Always, and, yeah. But I feel like... For me, like this is a different restart. Because yeah, you're always restarting who you are. But right now, it's like here I am at 31, and I'm like, mm, my savings is obliterated. I thought I would be at a job at a certain level right now, and it's like I've been out of work for half a year, and I'm just trying to scrape together. Like that kind of restart, where it's like uh, I'm at 31 now, and I'm like, oh 
shit. Like, you would, you know, it's like, I thought I might have owned a house by now. I thought I was going to be married by now. You know, it's just that kind of thing. And it's like, okay, I came out to L.A., and I feel right now, like, six and a half, seven years later, I am almost back in that same spot when I first Got pulled up in my U-Haul truck. Like, that's where I feel like I am right now. But it's good, though. Oh, no, it's a great it? thing. Because you already went through all the stuff, so it's it's a starting point. But 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 baggage, and I mean this in a positive way, positive mm-hmm. baggage, which is what I feel like. You're you're right. I'm I'm definitely. I I mean, I, I made a lot of mistakes. It, it, so so starting over with is is a good thing to me, and has been like I said. I've oh yeah, year yeah. Trying to you can definitely take. Positive I have no home. I have no no car. I don't have any of the financial statuses that 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 people around me that that means something mm-hmm. to me I feel that I need to have to have a status in life. Mm-hmm. I was told that I need to have a car. Why do I need to have a, a new car to be at a certain level? Or even children at this point. I don't want any of those things. So, so I feel like that those things that I don't have, that people say that I have that because that I don't have them, I feel good about that. People people misinterpret that too. That I'm like off because the things that I should have, I don't have them and I don't want them. I, I don't. I'm looking for for spiritual freedom and creative freedom, and I'm at a different stage. So starting over, and, and like I feel good about it. Like mm-hmm. I definitely like I think you know I feel really good about it. You know, actually, it's funny. I think. That mentality is what creates a person who is able to start over. You kind of have to make it on a spiritual level because if you focus on the well, material you're, thing, yeah, your start over is gonna... just to get a car, just to get it. That, <laughs> that's what your end goal ends up yeah, being. I, and uh, there's a, okay, so there's a Tim McGraw song, and it's it's called Last Dollar. But one of the one of the verses is that if I have nothing, then I have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So I think that is the time that nice. you start where you're, yeah. that's when you really start considering like I don't have anything. Uh, now I gotta refresh. Start over. You know, it's it's that desperation, I guess, for something new, for something different than what you are. A rut, you might call it, <laughs> that will lead into, you know, the feeling that you're starting. You may not even be starting over. It it, it just could be the it's a life. Be, we oh, don't know. Five. Oh, I feel yeah, like it's a five. giant pause button right now. I'm just blinking yeah. red, and I, I like going up north to go yeah. work and I feel like it's blinking red and I'm just waiting for like whether it's me or something else is gonna uh, yeah. hit the pause and hopefully move on but I feel like I did t- take like 10 steps back at the same time so Was it really he... wasn't a pause cherish that though I, th- I think those yeah. are the, the best times like I already feel like I already was settled down in, 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 in a rut now what we are in is in a velvet rut because these are the best times I, I think to me being at this stage, I, I remember the days when I was in college and I was starting, and, and, and I remember those with good memory. Like, I almost crave and want those. I don't want them in the way where I was at mentally, but I want them in that, in that feeling where I was, like, out to get the world, to conquer the world. And that's, that made me feel hungry, and that's what I want again, and that's what I'm getting, you know, right now. So cherish these moments. We're not always going to be like this. We will eventually settle oh, in. no, definitely. You know? So I, I think we need to cherish these moments as being... Like a second chance. Like not everybody gets these either. That's what we mm-hmm. have to, you know. Because the truth is, if, if we were married and settled down, like we wouldn't have more than likely, we would just that would we, not it. say stuck, but we would be you're where so, we were. You're so, I'm gonna say because I, I just maybe stuck with the wrong job. word. I didn't want to offend anyone. It's a long pause. <laughs> a long, it's a long job. blinking well, pause. They should feel offended though, because I. You know what? Honestly, it's not. We're not. I'm not saying that as it's a good thing. Like, no, it's okay that you're sick. It's not okay. But you set yourself up for that. You know? and, but you know what I realized? Some people, and then this is... They wanted that. This is to be a tangent, but... For a second. But, um... And this is about, like, judging what you should have in life. Mm-hmm. I would look back... I would look at people that are like, oh, married or, like, settled. I'm like, 
oh man, like you're missing out. And my mother had this conversation with me a couple of months ago, and she goes, you know, you might find this really funny, because we're talking about like dreams. She goes, you know what my dream was? And I was like, what? She goes, was to have a family. Yeah. And all well, of a sudden, absolutely. like, I had to hear it, and I was like, oh my God. So like, not that I was judging her, but in the back of my head, I was always like, what? what? I was like, I, like, I looked at people in your situation like, oh my God, you never got to develop a dream. And I'm like, you yeah. actually no, she, fulfilled yeah. your dream. You beat me. Yeah. yeah. I think you my mom's dream me. was to have kids. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. because I, And that's what I'm saying. If they feel stuck, I don't mm-hmm. feel bad for them. Because your mom's not going to feel stuck. Mm-hmm. She got what she yeah. wanted. Yeah. There are people out there who genuinely want to have that house, kids, all that. And, that is and I'm totally happy fun. for them. Yeah. But if you're sitting there miserable, that and shit was on like you. I feel like I see so many. I, <laughs> I feel like there's so many people out there like, I wish I could be doing this. I really want to. And I know it's so You know how they ended up married? Because they were running away from actually, because it's a lot of responsibility to be the person who has to constantly start over, or you know, you don't have a second income to help you out, you know, and and this whole like being free, it's a lot of responsibility. They ran from that responsibility and got booed up. They they, they gave up, so they had an excuse to not have to put the work into living this life. But then now they want to boohoo about it, like I'm stuck. Bitch, that was on you. (laughs) I could have got married too. And I, and the reason why I I really like I literally have less, um, God, what is the word? Empathy, sympathy, sympathy. sympathy, sympathy there you go yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Is because I used to see the people like, oh, I wish I could get a better job, but I'm stuck here because this is you know where I bought my house and my kids go to school here, and I wasn't raised by people who gave a shit where I went to school. <laughs> it's like if we need to go, you're going to a new school. And I have a friend, she's sitting there like, you don't have a job, you have one child, you just broke up with your fiance, yeah. What? What? Yeah. you bought a house that you, you might not even be able to afford. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you married to? Yeah, I'm glad I have none of those situations. But he likes his clothes. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to let your one child dictate your life? You weren't looking for adventure, you weren't looking for this freedom, you were looking for a ball and chain, and you got it. Please stop complaining. Your child's going to adapt wherever the hell he goes. I know. Because I had to adapt to many, many schools. <laughs> to this day, if I see someone, I'm like, I have to run through, was it Chandler, Robbie White, Hale, Viewpoint, <laughs> Clifton, Milliken? <laughs> like, how many high schools did you go many to? School? I went to one high school. I put high my schools. foot down. I went to four or five middle schools, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I know the feeling. But in high school, I was like, I had to take the bus like two hours in the morning. Uh, I went to the, my last show, I went to the best high school, Los Angeles County High School for the Arts. Oh, yeah. Oh, Loxa. Is that Man? Oh, wait, that's Loxa. not Manual Arts, though. That's Hollywood, right? Manual no, Arts it's Park? in uh, the Cal State LA campus. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, is there, an, is there a Manual Arts? Is that? I don't know if they have one in, 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 in Hollywood. I okay. think they might, but it's the, orig- it's the, uh, the, the sister or the sister yeah. school to the fame one the, 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 in New York. Oh, that's so oh, cool! Wow. Yeah, it's that same thing where they had dance, um, acting, music, and Dude, art. And did they really bust out into song and dance in the middle of lunch? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no, get no. out of my face, man! I saw that in Fame, and I was like, I was supposed to go to high school. But it was pretty close. It was, it was, it was the greatest year of, of, of my life. There, yeah, for sure. It changed everything. It was an arts high school, so it was oh, just awesome. so different. That is awesome. Ignore the fact that I'm lifting things. Nobody would know because <laughs> this is a video. Is, but no, I do. I think I'm taking positives. Like uh, I've been realizing a lot of things. I like, go back and forth because when I think when you're going full steam ahead, like even a year, a little year ago, I was like, sweet, okay. So somehow I jumped out. I'm just supposed to be keep doing like line producing, blah blah. blah. And then I, all this time is like. I realized, like, okay, I need to jump back and spend more time on this. I've been like, maybe I need to take some camera classes. I need to learn how to do all these things to have more, like, skill. So I'm actually spending time, I think, realizing other things that I wouldn't have if that train just kept going. 
And then I, it might have possibly been 10 down, years down the road, and I'm like, I'm stuck now. And it would have Which is always a blessing, too. I do, like, I, I look at things. And, I mean, the reason my big change, because I don't, I don't know if I've ever said this to, on one of our podcasts, but, yeah, I, I hell have restarted my life. Well, that's why I wait. I'm like, Mom, tell us about your restart. Oh, yeah. I, uh, fuck, I was working. And, you know, it was, like, a decent job, because I don't have any kids. So it was, like, it was a decent job, not... But I mean, they they make promises. You get a college degree, you should have certain expectations, and that shit was not what I expected. Well, but. plus everybody goes to college now, so yeah, exactly. Um, but so I was sitting there, and I started getting tingling in my hands and finger, or my hands and toes. And the doctor's like, "I don't know about your toes. That's probably stress. But your hands, that's precarpal." And I was like, "I am not giving this company my carpal. Like, I'm not giving them my wrist." Carpal tunnel is just not a fucking option. So I was just like, I need to figure out what it is that I want to do for the next 30 to 40 years of my life since we know that we're not going to be able to retire until we're 70. And I was just like... Retirement, don't even get me started. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, work till you die. And I was thinking about it because I, like, I was like, you know what, you just have to come up with a list of what you want. I'm a very big believer. If you put it out there, you'll get it, right? So I was just like, I, I knew, I was like, I have to work outside. I want to go to places where I was planning on traveling anyways. Like, so send me to Yellowstone, send me to Mount Fuji, you know, whatever. And I want to contribute back to the world, and I don't want to sit at a computer. Those were the rules. And I went to the zoo for my dad's birthday. We took him to San Diego Wild Animal Park. And I was just, you know, enjoying sunny day. It was wonderful. And then I looked over, and I was uh, this person was giving me a demonstration on owls. And I was like, she's doing exactly what I want to do. She's, she's doing it. And I was like... Unfortunately, this isn't one of those things. I also think, like, education isn't necessarily the only way to get to a job. Mm -hmm. In this case, it is. (laughs) You have to be a biology, like, student working towards a degree to really get that sort of thing. Uh, You could get get rugged or creative. I just saw a show on the Animal Channel, I think. It was called uh, Pitbulls and Paroles. Yeah. It's a really good show. I've never watched a reality show. And just because I own a Pitbull, Mm -hmm. I, I love this show. I, I've T-voted, I've watched five episodes in a row already, and I think it's really good what this lady's doing. I think she, I think people like that have a special place in the next stage when, you know, wherever we yeah. go the next stage. I think people like that lady have a special place in line. What is she doing on the show? She, um, she takes 200, she has 200 pit bulls, and she finds, you know, stray dogs, and she takes them in. And she, so people adopt them. Oh, finds home. Okay. Yes, and, and people and she just lives off donation. She lives on a ranch up. It looks like up north oh, here in Cali. She is living my freaking dream. Dalmatian and, and, plantation. And, and and she's helping. <laughs> Did you invent this? No, 101 Dalmatians. The song at the oh, end. Oh, that's uh, the name. We'll have the Dalmatian. And she helps parolees. You know, she helps like parolees that oh, okay. can't work to help. So you to know, help with the dogs. With help with the dogs. Yeah. Holy crap! So she has like a like, like she has like four dudes that like you know yeah. when she got her two daughters and it's a pretty it's a good little show. And I get a man out of this. <laughs> Damn! I don't know why I didn't think of this. Oh, because I'm bougie. I actually have to go the education route. <laughs> I'm, I'm a snob like that. I I also have I have two sisters with doctorates, so now I have to be like I have to get a doctor. Gotcha. I don't have to. We don't. We're not competitive like that. But I figured oh, I'm not that is, inventive. I'm not that creative, and I'm not that motivated where I could be like, I'm just gonna go buy a ranch, which is one of my dreams, because I want to sell preserves on the side of the road from mm-hmm. my ranch. Oh. Yeah. Even though I didn't grow it, <laughs> I'm still gonna sell them on the side of my ranch. It'll look legit, right? I would like to have a ranch as well. Yeah. I would like to have a large and one piece of, of each property. animal, like I want a horse and a chicken. Your own Noah's Ark. Yeah. Oh, but one, no, no procreation. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I, oh my god, it's amazing. I didn't even think about that. But okay, well, I'm in school. I'm actually enjoying it, though. I uh, really but, have but, enjoyed see, this. But, but what you jumped to, you left your job. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, everyone's like, and I was like, you know what? I gotta go. And normally when I kept thinking about going back to school, I always thought in the middle of the semester. But this time I was like, it was, it was actually May. That's my dad's birthday, so May. So it was the end of that semester. And the next semester wouldn't be till winter or, you know, right, till fall. Yeah, so there's a big period. But I was like, you know what? I can do this. I'm going back to school. You, you did the physical going back to school or just online school? No, I yeah. quit my job because I also knew I needed to move out of that area. I was not happy there because I was far from my family. Um, culture shock. Like, I'm a valley girl. Leaving the valley was not a good idea for me. <laughs> and it's not, I'm saying, not even culture like, you know, when people think color and stuff. I was just like, no, we have an L.A. culture that's different from the rest of L.A., that's I, I miss it. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to go home. Culture shock within LA. Yeah, culture shock within LA. <laughs> like you guys do what here in the South Bay? That's crazy. <laughs> you put sauce on your tacos over here. That's crazy. I'm gonna go eat a burrito with rice. <laughs> so yeah, sour cream. Exactly. Yeah, so that sort of thing. I had to. I, I quit it, and a lot of people were just like, "What are you gonna do?" And you know what I thought was interesting? Everyone asked me, "What are you gonna do for money?" And I was like, not borrow it from you, so it is none of your business. Like, that's what I kept thinking in my head. And I was like, I have, you know, like, I would give them answers, but I really just kept thinking, like, where do you come off asking me this? Well, yeah, it's not their business, but I think the first That was side, their first fear. Because I, that's the fear that I hear yeah. from everybody. It's yeah. like, because <laughs> somebody be like, I just, I don't want to be this job anymore, and I don't want to be doing this. I'm like, and then I go. Just do just it. Just do it. That's how I am. And they're like, but what, about I don't, money? what do I do for money? And I know of all times in the economy, this is a really shitty time. I know especially... But, just but if, if there's a point where, like, but I'm like, okay, there's the responsible way. You could still be looking, proactively looking for work. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's well, the first yeah. step. Start applying to other jobs. Yeah. If you want to play that, like, safety. So, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's easy to judge because we're not married. We don't have kids to support. We don't have a mortgage. And I, but that's why I kept saying. I was like, I'm only doing this because I don't have a house. I don't have a child. I don't even have so much as a date. So I don't have anyone <laughs> to stick around anywhere for. And I better make the decision now before that becomes in, an influence. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to make this decision. No, it would be a lot harder. And that's why, so it would be like, I can't. Why? Yeah. You know, it's like, no, that's too many things to deal with when you just have yourself right now for the most part. like. I'm actually worried about that too because by this decision really has the idea that I can't have kids and I can't get married until I'm done with my schooling. Prolonged it for a while, right? Yeah, because I'm like, I need to be able to go anywhere. I need to be able to say, like, what Wisconsin's the only school I got into? All right, cool. I got to go research. But actually, with this major, where you have to, it's not where, what school, it's what the professor researches. Mm, yeah. And, okay. you know, I need to go find this what I want to mm-hmm. study. So I might end up in, like, Fairbanks, Alaska. That's, you And maybe that's where you meet the love of your life. I would meet the love of my life. All that all track comes. marks. That all, all comes. <laughs> That'll all come. You have to, you know, once you find your your, your direction and your path, just go down it. Yeah. That's the hardest thing I think to really find what what it what it's supposed to be, and then just go through it, and everything will fall into its place. I think. Because I also happens, believe that yeah. when you find when you're on your own path and you find somebody when you're on your path, it's more likely that they're going to work with your path. Yeah, they have a similar path parallel to yours. When, when you're yours. trying to still figure out your stuff, or you're yeah. doing, it and they're over here, That's and so you're tough. like, why is this not working? Yeah. Um, well, and plus you have to, I mean, everything, as far as a good relationship, you need to know your values and have them set, set in fucking mm-hmm. stone, basically. Don't they, don't they say you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else? I think mm. that's very important. That is. The important part about loving yourself is finding mm-hmm. your, your, your path and, and going And when you're happy it. with everything, like, yeah. okay, nobody's yeah. ever 100% happy, but when yeah. you're really happy with most of the stuff you got going on, yeah. 
Yeah, you're. It'll come. It, it, it'll come. You'll attract it. One of the key things to me restarting was I'm. I couldn't run away from discomfort. I'm very much uncomfortable right now. You know, because I don't ha- I don't make the kind of money that I was making. I live w- in my sister's place, so people are like, like, oh, I'm like, no, 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 don't get it twisted. It's not like we rented a place together and like it's ours together. I'm like, no, I'm in her place. I have to make sure to like creep when I and I still don't actually try to be a flight roommate, but if she says something, that's it's her law, you know. So I'm like, and I'm an alpha female, so that obviously bothers me. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, it's just a discomfort because this is what I want, and when you want something. Humility is your friend. Yeah. yeah. You do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get it. So, there, you know, there's that issue. There's this issue of being 30, surrounded by 18-year-olds, who have all been awesome, actually. I've met a, just a great bunch of kids. Like, I don't want to call them kids. Or a great <laughs> bunch of adults, who Like, we don't care that you're 30. And I, like, I want to say, for the most part, I don't really, but I think what first came to my head, I was like, oh, man, like, I will start, like, comparing myself to, like, other friends or other people I know of, like, at my age or even a couple years younger, and they got this already, and I guess it's part of it, they got this, they got this, they did this already, they have the family, and I'm like, oh, man, what do they think about me? And I'm like, who the fuck cares? I'm not even really hanging out with And that's what I was saying. You have to be at that point Uh where you have nothing, you feel like you have nothing to lose. Here's the irony of this. You know, you were just saying, like, people make an assumption because they're like, oh, well, how are you paying for this? And how you... Uh, I found, you know, found out through a friend, and maybe this is a weird backwards thing, that there's a couple friends out there that have been making assumptions about me because I go do things a lot. I go up north a lot. I got a new car. They have completely made up a story in their head about how I live my life. And when I heard this, I was like, what? <laughs> they like they, they think I'm somewhere else that I'm not right now. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. They think say. I'm yeah. Ten, yeah, you're up there. ten steps up there, and I'm like... And it's almost now, I think, double, like, pressure, or I feel weird, because I'm like, no, 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 I'm down here right now, but you I'm guys you. judged me. No, you know, honestly, and I, I see you're saying, like, we shouldn't feel that way about our friends, but I know, I know my friends obviously make more than I do. It doesn't take much to make more than I do right now, but they haven't ch- changed the way they treated me. Actually, I have a great group of people. I remember one time I was unemployed, and people just kept buying me food. Like, oh, no, no, no. See, but I think that's we'll what buy you lunch. we're supposed to and do for like, each other. Take care awesome. of each other and support yeah, because each other. in my times of, you know, like, feast and you're in a time of famine, what the fuck do I care? Yeah, I'm going to buy you a meal. You know, that makes a big difference to you as unemployed. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, you know, but like I say, nobody's treated me differently. I'm True. very giving friends. And I have to be humble enough to accept it. You know, like, oh, okay, if you want to buy me a drink, I guess I'm okay with it. You know, like... No, I mean, because I think it, we give what we can, you know, when we're up here, we help yeah. out other people, and then when you're down there, your friends help you. It'd be different if, like, ten years pass, and I was like, oh, I'm, I never have any money. Then I'm going to grow a little tired of that exactly. and not help you out after ten exactly. years, because you didn't start you helping You obviously are trying very hard to get to a point where you have money. <laughs> but and, and not to say that you should be a traumatic person who has money. Because well, I think, then, you know, as long as you take care of your basics. Yes. And you, if you want to go drink, it's because you can afford to go drink. Yeah. You shouldn't suggest a drink that you can't pay for. It's a simple rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'd be reasonable with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, and so, I mean, it's I, I see what you're saying, but I don't, I mean, there are, you really do have friends that you know are better off than you, but... Uh, but do you want me to be honest? I think huh. they're like old. Uh, to be honest, they're actually old friends from back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of stuff. And I'm, we're not even interacting a lot. Because actually, say most of my friends aren't like <laughs> all up there, to be honest. You know what's funny? I had one friend I didn't want to tell. I told everybody, and I have one friend I did not want to tell because I thought he was going to say it's stupid. 
And I was like, I don't think it's stupid. It's not that I'm worried about agreeing with him. You just don't want to explain yourself? Yeah. Because yeah. I already had to defend myself to my sister. And that one was like, it was it was a problem. So I was just like, I didn't ask you for your advice. If you don't agree, that's fine. But keep your mouth shut. Like, this is the choice I'm making. Just accept it or shut up. Right? But, um, you know, she handled it very well. She's really good about it, too, now. But uh, she, didn't, you know, cause she didn't realize that was the reaction. Everybody had their fear of the reaction. And mm-hmm. she was just like, but I thought, like... You didn't think it through, and I was like, "Really? Uh, <laughs> I think I thought it I through." Would never, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. So, um, but one friend, and it actually, someone else told him, and he's like, "What this? I heard you went back to school." And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's awesome." And I was like, Jeez, "Oh, thank God." No. <laughs> but you know, everybody was really supportive about the change, which I think was another good part about making that change was seeing how supportive everyone in my life is. Not one now, person. Now, I guess on the flip side, what if there wasn't very much support? Do you think I that... I was planning on not there being any support. Oh, so you would have still... Pulled... I was doing it. I think that's what's so easy to deter people, because they don't have... Like, I'm really lucky. I have a family yeah. and friends that support me. Like, what do you want to do for a living? You want to do a job where you're look at, looking for a new job every, <laughs> every couple <yeah>. months? <laughs> Crazy, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you you have, oh, okay. So you're constantly looking for <laughs> a job. You're always looking for a job, and That's they end all the that. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, isn't that kind of the flip side of things? People are like, you want to live a lifestyle where you're constantly looking for another date. <laughs> you're constantly looking for a new relationship. It is, but on you know, but then I take the positives <laughs> out of it. I'm like. Sometimes you can make more money in X amount of months than most people make in two years, yeah. and then you get two months vacation. I mean, so it depends how you decide to look at it. How are you going to weigh your, yeah, weigh it you out? Know. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I know different people want different things. But yeah, I was planning on making this change regardless. I was just like, fuck it, this is what I need and so, to do. And, and it's funny, like, you're suddenly getting, like, you know, you were trying to look for articles about in your 30s, and it's mm-hmm. usually a little later in life. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe, I, it's just, it's hard not to feel that pressure or hear that little voice in your head. It's like, Aren't I supposed to be doing this? You hear it from. But but then it's funny that we are sitting old. here as thirty year olds, <laughs> and there are probably 15, 60 year olds that are starting over. They had to. I have a the friend. Recession forced I, have a, it. I have a friend that's twenty years older than me, huh? and she's in a way tougher spot. And she's like, "What? I never imagined I'd be at this spot." And you know, and not to say that it makes me feel a little better about my my situation. Yeah, but, but were you guys like, in school at the same time too? Oh no, this is not somebody you know. About. Oh, okay. No, you tried to assume it was. Fun. I sure no. did. No, no, no. This is. Um, no, you're not saying names. That's fine. Oh no, no, no. But uh, this friend, just like uh, just such a, she's in such a tough space, fart like place right now. I don't know what word was trying to come out of my mouth, but it's like wow, it doesn't matter. But because she's trying to follow her like her dream, her passion. You know, I had a woman. Even because let's say we we keep talking about starting over because we pursued a dream. There are people who, are, like I said, the recession forced people to start over yeah. because they just lost their job. A lot of people use that as their identity. I had a woman, and you know, you don't think about it. Retirement's kind of starting over. She called and she's just like, I can't pay my bill. I just have nothing. Social security's not enough. And she's like, sometimes I just I feel like ending it all. And I was just like, over not being able to pay an electric bill, I would go, honey. Nobody in America is starving to death. There are programs out there. There are shelters out there. It may not sound ideal. I was like, do you own a car? She's like, yeah. I was like, then you have a home. (laughs) You have something. And even if it comes down to that, it's never worth, like, killing yourself over. It's just starting over. I have a homeless woman at the park. She's like, I'm not crazy. I just can't afford a place to stay for the last three years. I was like, all right, you know. 
But that's part of her. It's not even just necessarily to pursue a dream. It's because something forced it, but you have to have that determination. Like, I'm not going to let whatever situation hold me back. I just, you keep going. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's forced upon you. Sometimes you choose it. But that means that, yeah, sure, we're at 30 saying, oh, I had a passion here, but that changed. I'm going to do this one now. Age just lets us get comfortable, Well, yeah, because man. you didn't get to yeah. talk about that so much. You're, because I, I know, Alejandro, you didn't Alejandro, know I know him from film work, yes. but your passion, of course, kind of changed as well. Yeah, my, my passion is now music, and it's, uh, it's very different uh, than film. And the reason I got into that was because it was uh, something that you, I, can, I can see the outcome. I can see the finished product of it even, even immediately compared to film. You know, making a film or making a short film takes, takes some work. It takes a couple of people. And it sounds like I'm making excuses. But. So, my, yeah, my change was, was just a, a, a new one that I think was always there. And, and, and I, I don't know, I, I was going to say that I think that what the the best attribute that, that that I have, or that I think any of us have, really, uh, of being human, is is adaptability. We, we can really adapt to anything, to anything, to anything really that comes our way, yeah. as long as we just kind of gotta gotta buck up. Just because a lot up. of people are too scared. To yeah, adapt. people are scared and weak and lazy. Let's just not let's let's call a spade a spade. You know, some people I see that are homeless, and I really can see that those people cannot work. There are other people that I see that I will go up to them and be like, yo, what's wrong with you? Because I'm working and I hate where I work. And I'm not going to give you 50 cents right now because you're just standing here, dude. Like, like, what's wrong? And if they give me a good enough excuse, I will give them some money. <laughs> but usually they don't have anything really good to say. There's no reason. They're just there in the end because they're just lazy. And, you know, and it's, it's, they adapt to that. So they can adapt to that lifestyle. Why can they adapt? Which to I feel thing, is right? harder. Exactly. I feel it's harder to be homeless than it is to go to a crappy job and pride. get the, your money. <laughs> you know, and just live right there. So which is like, well, pride, pride is really in the wrong uh, hierarchy level in your head there. Because oh, pride yeah. should be over here. And right, you just need necessity. And, and I get think that that's way. why you're more likely to make a big change as you're older. Because then you, your ego starts getting more and more in check. Definitely. And your confidence Definitely. levels increase. You start to realize yes. that people are full of shit. And not in a bad way. They don't. It's not a malicious full of shit. They're just telling you things that are wrong on purpose. They didn't know any better themselves. Yeah, it's you ignorance. Know? It's very, very big time. Yes, they just, sure. you know, you look up and you're like, oh, you're all full of shit. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. And you just better accept it. Mm-hmm. Because if I had to accept the shit coming out of your mouth, accept mine. <laughs> and you start to realize that more. I know, like, at 30, you already start to feel it. You're like... Oh, okay. I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want. But you like, you still have some, like, oh, well, I can't totally. I hear 40, it's just like, world open. <laughs> I don't care. Really? I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Somebody was telling me. Are you excited for 40? I, that's, I am. And I was not the person who was not looking forward to 30. I looked forward to 30. Yeah, I guess I was. I think the only thing for me is like, oh, yeah. God, 80. Because that's more of like an age and yeah. like, can I still move around? But I'm even looking forward to 60. My friend's mom was sitting around having brunch. If I could be functioning yeah. like that. Exactly. She's not 60, by the no, way. No, she's 92. Looks like. Okay. <laughs> That's not what 60 That's looks like, honey. But the fact that she's 92. Yeah, you always have something to look forward to. I know, like, there was a George Takei post, and he was like, the best years of your life haven't happened yet. And he was like, I'm 72, and I still believe that. And I was like, exactly, because you have to believe there's something better. You know? I'm sorry. That's kind of, like, not the same thing as wanting to start over, but... 
I looked for I look forward to forty. You... I look forward, but the confidence. I, but but the... I think people are scared to start over because you think like, oh, forty—that's the end all. Twenty-year-olds are start, afraid to start over because they think forty's because, the end all. Because forty like, well, knows I, it's not the end all. But that's weird because I feel like that's how life was set up decades ago, where it's yeah. like you start working when you're twenty, you have your family in your mid twenties, and you retire at forty. Like, so you're like, how do I start over again because of my retirement? And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't that know. That's real. What? I already felt it. I already felt it. I was like, but I have a pension and I have four hundred one k. I can't leave my job. I need to make this grow. See, and that's not even, I, uh, There's a part of me that goes, wouldn't that be really nice if that kind of existed? Yeah. But I guess I maybe I live in the... I am a dreamer, so I'm like, I am going to have that, that gig or that job or that project one day mm-hmm. where it's all going to come at once. Yeah. Like, that's how I live my life. It's all or nothing. So it's all going to come at once. It's not going to be oh, over 30 true. years. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, 401k. I'm like, I will have well, my 401k. I don't ever want to retire, Jay. Like, I, oh, no, I, I, I don't want to stop working, I, but it would be nice in the back of my head to be like, just to know you could if you wanted to, but yeah, there is something yeah. there, not like, I got $1. <laughs> if you had to retire, what would you do? Because I already know what I'm going to do when I retire. I don't, to be I don't honest, ever, I don't ever, I don't myself, ever want to yeah. go into retirement because I don't think I'm going to be in an industry where it is really like retiring. Oh. I'm going to raise PBR steers. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Professional bull riders? I'm going to raise steers. For well, you say PBR, and I was thinking about past blue ribbon. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm going to raise them to be ridden. See, but that's not... Which that's goes against... That's... Zoology? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like animal cruelty. Yes. Right. But it brings me joy to watch them be written. So, so okay, but you call that retiring from that, but it's just it's a restart. Yeah, it's a restart. Wanna, it's as I restart, said, and I remember right? I said that I go retirement is a restart. Yeah. That's why this poor woman didn't know what the heck to do with herself because she wasn't prepared for the like the money situation. But I'm like, it's just a restart. To I think a new it's portion really of funny. Life. The first song I ever wrote is called Restart. <laughs> why do I feel like there is a song called that? But I was like, replay. Actually, replay the song. My song's like a melody in my head. <laughs> you know that one? Singing na na every day like an iPod stuck on replay. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? Wait, what? On the replay? There's that oh. Rihanna one. Yeah, there's a replay. Not at all what we were thinking. Anyway, this is just, anyways. So we should wrap this up. Yeah. Um. We're going to go drink some beers at a new place. Yeah. Yay. Sorry, on a little side note, what I thought was funny, how you're like talking about like, you start work at 20, the new guy I'm dating, he thought he had a job at 10. Wow. <laughs> 10 years old. He's in Chinese? He's had a, no. Oh. Is he at a factory? I, what? No, it was apparently, <laughs> it was at, on a farm. Like a friend had a farm oh. he was working. But like he oh, got okay. hurt at 11. He ran into a glass door and he's like, dad, what am I going to do about work? As he's in the hospital. is missing just that like work ethic mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. they're just like oh I'm just gonna get ha- something handed down or oh, I'll just do that later and then they get yeah. out of college and they're like what I have to go to Target yeah. I'm like uh, yeah now everybody and their mom goes to college so it's I mean not to downplay it because I believe in education yeah, you system, but you're constantly having to up, up it well and some of the education being provided is uh, par so they're like, great, I'm glad. <laughs> I think that's the biggest downfall in America, the educational system. I think that needs well, to be rebound. And not even just the high school. Like, no, all of it. All of it. College education. I remember education. Um, my like, entry-level like, English Sucks. class or whatever, or math or whatever, that I briefly mm-hmm. took in college. I was going, what? That, who are, you, the things you guys are writing, that wouldn't even pass in my like, 11th grade class in high school. Who are you guys? Well, and yeah, I, that's... I honestly, in certain subjects, had a better education... 
in high school. Granted, it was yeah. the IB program. Yeah. So we still. did a whole different thing. Yeah. But yeah. No, I don't know. We went off on a tangent. That's awkward. And there's a cute That's little my song. Phone ring. Oh. <laughs> That's my phone ring. Like That's my phone ring. I don't know. I don't even know. Anyways, me. it's all about restarts. On yeah. That note. And replay. That's what she said. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. You know, first... this is a question I want to. Do you want to be called Ali, Alejandro, or Alex? Or does it depend on family, friends? I I, I guess Ali. I, I, li- I like Ali. Ali's fine. Um, Ali, Ali, Ali. Ali. You know, I like Ali. Alejandro's good. I, I don't really like Alejandro because of the song. People always say. Oh. <laughs> Oh, really? People? Yeah, that's racist. That, that I so want to end this podcast with that song. <laughs> we might. I, I hate that song. Because if Lady Gaga finds out about this podcast, yes, I do that's have great. To move it. She'll be like, if you could, if you sue us, people will want to listen to us. Yes. And I, and, and I, I want to be like, like I don't know how this is gonna sound, but the straight Mexican Lady Gaga. Oh, that's who you want to be. I, I love the way I, I saw her. I saw her. Um, do a mo- she came out and did a monologue dressed like she looked like a boy. Mm-hmm. She was smoking a cigarette. Oh, her um, alter ego, what, whatever. My God, like I just bowed to that. Like that that type of performance, that 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 intensity. I, I love that. And I haven't, I don't know any of her songs, but I I saw that's the only time I've ever seen her perform. She didn't even sing. She just did that, mm-hmm. and then she started singing. Wow, I was just really impressed. And she's just so extravagant and loud with with her costumes and her shows. I bet you are. I've never seen a show or even online. She opened but I... for New Kids on the Block the first time they did their uh-huh. reunion tour. I wasn't like I because I'm I'm a mean horrible bitch. So I was like, she was <laughs> trying to be weird. Get out of my face. She, <laughs> like, I first, wasn't impressed. It seems yeah. like that. She, she was, was trying, trying really hard. To Don't be even get really started. I feel like it could be a whole other podcast on media, yeah. and judgments, yeah. and celebrities because I have a lot to say about Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Thing. You, you, you I know. Them? I oh. feel so bad for her. Oh, bad for and her? like this morning, I will. I can't. No, see, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this yeah, we up. We have to because it's just. just we got. We gotta go have beer now. We got, it's beer time. So, anyways, it's beer thirty officially. So, everybody, don't be afraid to to restart. Restart. Thank you. Night. Bye. Bye. Oh, and thank you, Alejandro. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank Bye, you, guys. Alejandro. <laughs>